Hey, everybody, it's Eric Clark uh, with Dynamic Brands, uh, the Alpha Brands Equity Suite. This, uh, this quick recording, I want to talk about a stable, predictable, steady eddy allocation to a very important industry, which is auto parts uh, and maintenance and repair. Um, you know, there's let's let's call it 300 million or so vehicles in the U.S., um, and those things need to be serviced. They need parts over time. And particularly as, as uh, car auto uh, finance rates are higher uh, and uncertainty is somewhat high still with inflation and uh, with all the volatility and macro, et cetera, you know, consumers are still making choices about where to spend. And so we are, you know, it's nice to have balance between the really important, you know, kind of growth themes like sports betting or e-commerce uh, or ride sharing with Uber, et cetera, with having some balance in something that's very stable, predictable, not necessarily as, as large a growing category, but one of the most stable, predictable themes in the U.S. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with boring yeah, you know, boring, particularly in the auto parts category with AutoZone and and O'Reilly Automotive, which is our our two allocations there, that's handily beat the market over most time periods uh, because these are leaders in the business. The business is important. They continuously reduce their share counts over time, and I'll get into that in a minute. But it's certainly a nice. Uh, defensive allocation that complements our more offense type allocations with some growers. So just uh, some quick facts on the auto industry, the auto parts industry, you know, it's about 400 billion or so growing at 6% a year. Globally, it's about a, a trillion and one. So 1.1 trillion. So it's, it's obviously large and pretty important. There's the do-it-yourself categories, then there's the commercial or professionals. You know, you go to an auto shop or you go to your dealer and you get your car serviced. And then there's an international opportunity, which is increasingly more important part of the story. Both of these companies, AutoZone O'Reilly, tended to be very U.S. domestic, and that was fine, and it's worked really well. But they've since expanded over, in, obviously, into Canada. O'Reilly's doing some more there with an acquisition recently. Uh, as well as in Latin America, in particular with Brazil and and Mexico. And so they are the two large players in the industry. You know, both of them have, you know, 40 or $50 billion market cap. So they're, you know, decent size, but I wouldn't call them kind of mega cap over a hundred billion. Uh, AutoZone's 43 billion in market cap. This is January 8th, 2024, by the way. And O'Reilly's about 54 billion. And they've actually pulled back uh, a little bit over the one year period, they've lagged the S&P in a, in a strong year for 2023. And it has historically paid to start building positions or adding to positions in periods when these companies have lagged. And that's why we decided to take the allocation. We've owned O'Reilly before, uh, but we added AutoZone to the brands index because we wanted a, a little bit more exposure in case we wanted to get a lot bigger in the theme um, in 2024. So, you know, the, the, the benefits of these businesses, very stable, consistent earnings per share growers, super strong free cash flow generators, 
uh, high free cash flow per share, very attractive capital allocators, uh, both of them. You know, AutoZone's bought back about 48% of the float over the last 10 years, uh, and O'Reilly's bought about 45%. So every year, the share count just kind of keeps going down. And if you're a stable grower, generating a lot of free cash and buying back your stock and paying down debt, you're you're going to have some pretty good earnings per share growth over time. So, you know, looking at just the macro picture, auto like I said, auto rates are up. There's still some macro uncertainty out there. Consumers are still a little bit uncertain, being a little bit stingy about where they're spending, what categories they're focused on. We still we're still in a trade down, save money kind of mentality. Uh, plus, we have this aging auto fleet. So all of those combined have some pretty positive dynamics for the auto maintenance and auto parts industry. Uh, and so I don't have a problem adding some boring allocations to my more exciting allocations uh, as some good, you know, some good balance. And, you know, like I said, you can make a lot of money in boring, whether it's Costco or Visa or some others. AutoZone, for the last 10 years, AutoZone stocks up annualized 18% versus 12 on the S&P. O'Reilly, even better, up 21%. And again, on the one-year laggard is what made us want to have some exposure as a mean reversion opportunity as people are focused on other areas. So not a lot more to say on this. I do want to uh, end with kind of some factor exposures, uh, some of which I've talked about. These companies are very high return on invested capital businesses, which is wonderful. Uh, that's a great, you know, kind of one of the key factors for compounders um, to do well. Um, again, we talked about the share count reduction top, you know, they've had some really good sales growth from a, a consistency on, over the last five years for top line revenue growth, uh, strong free cash flow generation, um, high shareholder yield. So that that's kind of a value metric uh, as well as, you know, again, shareholder yield is just your debt reduction and your um, uh, outstanding share reduction with buyback history. So uh, it is a low vol type of allocation, which, which is nice. Uh, high return on invested capital, also uh, on a weighted average cost of capital basis. So that's a really attractive you know, uh, factor that back tests really well. And again, high predictability of sales and earnings per share, which again is a good complement. So overall, you know, sometimes these kinds of businesses tend to be used as a source of funds. Let's say the market pulls back in early 2024. We're going to want to get more engaged in some more high grower type of brands, high growth brands, whether it's in consumer discretionary, comp services, or technology. Uh, these companies should do well if the market pulls back and they could also be used as a source of funds to get more beta um, as, as beta pulls back. So they tend to be, you know, a, a wonderful allocation in a portfolio as a, as a stabilizer and also as a way to, to have more funds and flows into things that are higher growing when they go on sale. So a lot of ways to win with an allocation like this. So, uh, that's about it. And uh, earnings season is just about getting started here this week with the bank. So I'll have lots of videos over the next, you know, 60 days as the next reported earnings happens. Thanks a lot.